This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. I'm Alan Guile, and this week, to celebrate the opening of Pantechnicon in Mokkum Street, a fusion of Nordic and Japanese craftsmanship, to coincide with the signing of the Anglo-Japanese Free Trade Deal, and to mark the first ever Japanese week on the Great British Bake Off, we're turning a little Japanese. Ita Dagamus A reluctant convert to the cult of the Great British Bake Off, I'm quite looking forward to tonight's episode, the first ever in the 11 series so far to be designated Japanese Week. It's already been revealed that the first round this evening involves making that Japanese staple, steamed buns, but what rounds two and the showstopper round will bring, only time will tell. That time is eight o'clock tonight, Tuesday, or if you're catching up with these podcasts later, then you can watch again at channel4.com. Tonight, of course, will be all about what happens in the kitchen and not around the dining table. If it were, and if you eat in any Japanese restaurant or Japanese home, you are almost certain to hear before you start to eat the word itadagamas spoken. In Japanese culture, the formality of etiquette is deeply ingrained, and this expression is almost invariably deployed together with a placing of the hands together and the giving of a slight bow. What does it mean? Well, on one level, it's the equivalent of what people of all cultures and in all languages say before eating. Bon appétit. Buen appetito. Enjoy your meal. But to the Japanese mind, this translation misses so much of the richness of what itadagamas actually means. It's often translated, I humbly receive. And when you think about it, rather than being an invitation to enjoy the food cooked and set down, the cook wishing a pleasant meal to the eater, the direction of travel is the very opposite. It's a statement by the person about to eat that is an expression of gratitude for the food set before one, to the chef, and far more than that too, it is in the Japanese mind an expression of gratitude for all that has gone to make this food, in the Buddhist mind which shaped the use of the expression, all nature, all living things, giving thanks for the plants, the animals, farmers, hunters, chefs, and for everything that went into the meal. So in that moment before eating, the wish, the prayer, is not that you will enjoy it, but it is rather a profound expression of thankfulness and gratitude in that moment for all that comes together to make this moment of eating possible. Its current form and use is relatively modern, but the expression is now ubiquitous in Japanese culture. I suppose in the Western mind, therefore, this word comes closer to the idea of saying grace than merely wishing someone bon appétit. Saying grace, giving thanks, 
saying the blessing, as Americans sometimes express it, does the same thing. It takes the moment of eating as a chance to look up and out, and to the miracle of provision, God's provision, and the generosity of those who have taken that and made the food. The early 18th century Anglican priest and non-juror William Law's classic work on Christian spirituality is entitled A Serious Call to a Devout and Holy Life. It was published in 1729 and greatly shaped the hearts and minds of, among others, William Wilberforce, the anti-slave politician and philanthropist. It's widely available even today, and it is a really accessible way into thinking about practical Christian living. Law placed this attitude of thankfulness and gratitude at the very heart of life. He said, To be always in a thankful state of heart before God is not to be considered a high plane of spirituality, but rather the normal attitude of one who believes that all things work together for good to them that love God, who are called according to his purpose. And in terms of needful virtues among those who would espouse holiness, it was, he said, indispensable. He wrote, Would you know who is the greatest saint in the world? It is not he who prays most or fasts most. It is not he who gives most alms or is most eminent for temperance, chastity or justice. But it is he who is always thankful to God, who wills everything that God wills, who receives everything as an instance of God's goodness and has a heart always ready to praise God for it. Could you therefore work miracles you could do no more for yourself than by this thankful spirit, for it turns all that it touches into happiness. I wonder if perhaps one small adjustment we could make in our lives is to stop saying a bland bon appétit as we sit down in our bubbles or households, and instead aspire to something more like the Japanese itadagamas. Humbly we receive and let us keep silence and be truly thankful for the mystery of life and for the opportunity and blessing this moment represents. A prayer of gratitude at mealtimes, adapted from the traditional Jewish blessing, Barakah Atta Adonai. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. You hold in care all that you have made. Bless us as we share this meal, and touch our hearts to serve those whom we meet, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Oh, and... Don't miss Japanese Week on Bake Off at 8 o'clock. <laughs>